0: Alright, what's up? Welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Setting Stages with Eddie Mack. This is episode 9, y'all, and I'm happy and excited to be approaching the double digits with you guys on my podcast journey. I have learned so much through this process in just 9 episodes, and I'm extremely grateful and thankful for your guys' loyalty listening in on the show. On your commute, walking the dog, or cleaning the house, whatever it is, just thank you for lending me your time and your ear. I really appreciate it. So check it out. This episode 9 features Nick Kiyomahavong. I knew Nick from dance back in the early 2000s, like 02-03. And since we parted ways from our dance connection, I really only kept up with his life through Facebook and social network updates, things like that. But it's crazy because I was able to kind of check in on him over chunks of time. So here's what I mean. I knew him as a dancer for a couple of years. A small handful of years later, I saw that he was a real estate agent and started advertising his stuff on Facebook and his availability as a a young generation real estate agent in California. And then I lose touch with him and then I just kind of recapture where he's at. And he's a marriage and family counselor. And then a couple of years after that, and this was what really got me tripped out, was I saw him on a YouTube video documenting his journey to Thailand to train to become a monk. I mean, man, what a world of difference. Now, he'll share that journey with you in his own words, but in this episode, he's also going to share some really powerful insight on how to tell ourselves the truth about us, about you. I ended up sharing my experiences as an example for Nick to define or give clarity to some of my missteps and misunderstandings of myself. I didn't plan on doing that with him, but I rolled with it while we recorded, and now I figured it'd actually be super useful for you guys to hopefully pick up on some ways that you can gain some insight and clarity too. So alright, here it is, episode 9 with Nick Kiyomahabong. Let's go. All right, Nick. Welcome to Setting Stages Yay, with Eddie Mac. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Yay, thanks for having me. Um, well, you and I have known each other for a long time, although we haven't necessarily kept in touch. And so the way I caught up with you really was just kind of through social media and finding sporadic updates of where you are in your life. You know, I knew you through dance and that's kind of originally where I know a lot of people on my podcast. Um, Yet I know that all many of us have also kind of changed our lifestyle and changed, you know, what we're pursuing. And so that's why I wanted to bring you here because I've seen such a drastic change (laughs) of what I knew you to be and who you are now. And I I find it so intriguing. So um, let's, let's, let's start there, I guess, you know, um, tell us a little bit about you and where you're from. Yeah,
1: dude, my life has evolved so much since, like you said, since we last talked. But since the beginning, it's just I'm like a typical Asian, you know, doing what your parents wanted you to do. And at that time was, of course, I pursued dancing, but also uh, selling real estate because I'm like, I want to be financially set. This is what is acceptable in what, you know what I mean, to get to make that money. But I was just so unhappy um things kind of fell apart with relationships with not being fulfilled not being able to get out of bed and just um needing something a little bit different needing something a little bit more and then that's when i went back to school to get my degree in marriage and family therapy uh, therapy and then i've been a therapist ever since
0: right on yeah As far as uh, you being a therapist in in marriage and family counseling, Mm -hmm. is that that what it is? Did you um, stay in the San Diego area that I know you from?
1: Yeah, I started, I was working at a group home um, for foster teens. Um, I was there for eight years um, working there. And then I just recently moved. I've been almost uh, a year uh, working in Malibu at a drug treatment center. Okay, got it. For adolescent uh, treatment center for drugs wow yeah so it's a whole switch from um, people who had nothing with limited resources to people who now have everything the two kind of spec uh, opposite end of the spectrum and it's amazing but at the end of the day it's the same issue it's very weird and very interesting
0: yeah, yeah. same yeah. issue same interesting issue. Um I'd like to actually backtrack a little bit mm-hmm. and you mentioned the switch that you made from uh, you know real estate to become a therapist and you went to school for that what happened in real estate for you that didn't work out? Um, what happened in real estate was I fell into my ego
1: I got into this trap of who I should be versus who I really am um, I fell into a trap of selling houses with branding I branded myself I don't know if you guys remember my generation realtor I still have your you business know? card <laughs> yeah and I'm, like, I'm going to dominate you know this new generation gonna, uh make money and I'm going to sell them houses and it just kept going and I remember my marketing kept getting more expensive cuz I was selling houses I was making good money at the age of 22 wow. and I was like holy crap like I'm making good money where the bank was like sir we have to put a hold on this check because it's too big. And I'm like, excuse me, say that again. Yeah, I love it, I love it. You know, if there are anything after 10 grand, you have to put a hold on like, thank you. Yeah. But really is then I fell into this thing where I got attached to my identity. Then my marketing got up to like five grand and I was on the face of flyers and um, posters and open houses and all these things. And it was amazing. It was amazing when it was good. Sure. And then when nothing was going on, then it's like, who are you? And I would have to make up lies. Oh, no, no, it's going. It's going good. And I didn't know how to show up authentically because it's like, what does that say about you? And you have to fake this funk. Um, And you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm hustling. I'm trying. And, you know, the market is looking up. And you can still sell houses when it's down. Now this is a buyer's market and you make shit up. Um, uh. Not make shit up, but it really is, really, it blows to your ego. Because when you attach your identity to success, what I didn't know at that time was you also automatically attach your identity uh, when things aren't going well. And I made it my
0: identity and my self-worth. That's interesting. When you talk about when things were not going well in mm-hmm. real estate, you found almost a way to, I don't want to say the word lie, but you talked up a negative mm-hmm. situation really. And you felt that you were losing your honesty and sincerity of yourself. For sure. In doing that. Yeah, I find, man, I got to admit, I actually do that quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I find myself, I, my perception of me is that I'm a positive dude. Um, I'm a pretty easygoing individual this is all my own opinion and perception of myself but the way that you just said it in that you talked up a negative situation and created a positive scenario Mm -hmm. in a market that was not so positive that wasn't really true and it hurt you more than it did anything else right yeah and really
1: is that's why for my private practice I call it true nature counseling center but Working over a decade with people and my own experience, my own journey, what I've learned and why people suffer so much is because you're not honoring you and your moment. Then you need to add extra clothes, then you need to add extra labels and identity and a PhD and add extra fluff to um, actually honoring this is just this moment. Versus, then I need to cover up with something, but it's just out of a place of not enoughness, out of a place of insecurity, out of a place of not trusting yourself, out of a place of pressures from the outside environment. Then you feel like you have to be someone else, and when you taint the pureness of who you are at your core, it shows up as anxiety, depression, you can't get out of bed. Then I don't have energy we use those kind of words but really it's no dude you just sold yourself out
0: and you didn't know how to honor yourself at your truest form how does anyone even come to a point where they realize that they haven't been true to themselves you did it everyone
1: is there now um most people are there now you're there now i'm still there now and that's the place where you have to start looking at yourself Pay attention to your body cues where you're like, you know what, I'm a beast and I love this and I'm a hustler. But yet you can't get out of bed when you are pursuing interests, when you are pursuing a career, when you are pursuing your marriage and you have absolutely no excitement, nothing inside of you is animated. Your spirit is not alive. That's your body's way of telling you you're not authentic, dog. Your body is the check engine light inside of yourself that gives you a warning every single time and we call it ah, I'm just fatigued. I'm just anxious. I'm just, no, no, that's your body's way of telling you, but you cannot get quiet enough to pay attention to those um, uh, Warnings and it's telling you your body is telling you you're going the wrong way stop But we don't listen to that and we push through because hard work means a good person no we make up all these stories and it's not true yeah and it's going to hurt yourself and you will come to this
0: realization sooner or later that's unreal the, you know when you spoke on okay you and I had a conversation before this several weeks ago and just in that 20 minute conversation so many light bulbs were turning on for me and you're and you're you're going through that with me right now like I'm I'm feeling thank you A Completely different mindset each time that I hear you speak on it because you've you've dove into it even deeper today It's just when someone comes to that realization or when they're aware and actually listening like Mm -hmm. you say to their check engine light Telling them this truth What's the first step at that point? I just got chills
1: Um, You just hit everything on the head. You said the word you said truth Hmm. you said truth Um, and also you said I something like inside of you gets excited yeah what I sparked inside of you as you're listening to this is your spirit your spirit knows this this is not new information but we've been clouding it with all the things we were taught we learned and it's not true it's not true you know exactly what I'm talking about when you sell yourself when you betray yourself at any big or small form your body will tell you you will pay the price and if you don't listen to it, you will get sick. That's just how it works. Oh. Yeah. All right. I, I don't think I even answered your question. But, but I just got excited yeah. when you said the
0: word truth. Well and a knowing in your spirit. In, in that case, I, I suppose, and my question was, what's the first step from that moment when you have that truth right in front of you? Where do we go as average Joes from there? Um... How do I answer this? I guess, well, everybody's different. That could be the reason why it's so hard to find a...
1: Yeah. um, The thing is, when you hear truth, you automatically get downloaded with information and instruction. Okay. But the question is, how clear do you want to hear truth? Um, When someone says, I shoot, am overweight. I need to exercise. In an instant, you will get instructions that tells you to clean out your fridge, to join the gym, to um, uh, cook differently, eat differently, stop putting that in your mouth, you know, all these instructions. But you just have to decide if, do I have enough courage to hear that and act on it? but it's just really acting on it huh yeah you know you know what you have to do yeah. yeah
0: what what do you what are your what's your take on people who don't act upon it and they end up going back into this you know i'm just gonna go ahead and fight through like my truth or whatever this is my truth and i'm just gonna have to live with that mm-hmm. um but really you just said it they just need to act on it mm-hmm. what do you think holds people back from the
1: act uh on carolyn mace it? talks about this uh the time but this is the easiest way to understand why do people not change why people do not change it comes back to a simple answer is because of uh, the speed of change they're not ready to when you hear a truth that's why the kids I work with they will smoke and use uh, drugs and do all this stuff but what it is is because they can't handle the speed if you were to hear a truth and it says oh crap I'm not happy in this marriage yeah your life can change in a couple hours you can get an attorney you can take the kids you can tell him we're gonna divorce I don't love you you can um, start packing stuff up Uh, your life will change and what happens is people say ah too fast my life will move too fast so then they engage in drama Uh, They need to process with their friends and their mom. No, you already know the answer. You just don't want to hear it and you don't have the courage to act on it. So that's your body's way of saying, slow down. I need more time. What could have happened in a career change, in a relationship change? It can happen in a couple hours (coughs) versus people are like, "Uh -uh, too fast. So then let me take four years. And then they create uh, drama all around them. Wow. Yeah, chaos. And it's nothing. But and you already know that answer.
0: It's the fear of the change. The pace
1: yeah, of the, the change speed. is too your much. Your whole life will move. Again, back to the person who is overweight and says, okay, I'm in it. Let's freaking go. Uh-huh. Right then and there, you got to change your clothes. You got to change your schedule. You got to change your friends. You can't eat out anymore. Mm. You can't. Yeah. You might have to leave your relationship. And people are like, ah, too fast. Huh. I can't hear that. And yet, then you want to go process and you want to go... T- what are we talking about? You know that. Mm-hmm. You know you're overweight. You know your body is out of shape, but yet you don't want to get out of the- off the couch. And you don't want to put in the work, so it's easier to just bitch and moan on the couch.
0: Yeah. Is that the truth for a lot of... It- and-, yeah. and that's just weight loss can't mm-hmm. imagine any other like life changes career change right. um pursuing even this podcast for me it's a little it was a little scary um yeah. as i started off and i began to feel a little bit more comfortable i'm only a, few, a handful of episodes mm-hmm. in really yeah but i learned so much what's happening to me when i when i felt that boost of confidence uh, as pro- as progress began um, you're learning how to respect
1: yourself. You're learning how to listen to gut intuition and acting just straight on your spirit. So then when you do that, you don't judge yourself as, was this good? Was this bad? No. By the end of the day, I was guided to start a podcast. I like to ask people questions. I like to get to know their world. Then I like to translate that to give and be of service to other people. And you're doing that. And it feels good. And I can
0: sleep at night because I honored me. That's interesting. You said I honored me because I feel so much more fulfilled because yeah. I'm pursuing this. Yes, I don't get paid a dime for no. it, and I'm not concerned about that in in any immediate sense no. at all. And yet, I y, y, you you said you said it so well and and articulated it. I, I'm so at peace at it. Yeah, you know.
1: And this is exactly um, telling me um, it's sparking your spirit. And spirituality which is anything inside of you Um, this world is completely opposite of our physical world our physical world it's money and power and status and results and expectations but the spirit world is I just do it I just do it there's no other explanation I do it because I do it I'm called to do it you know that is just that is an answer yeah yeah, <laughs> you, you don't have to add anything but is in the invisible world in the spiritual world is And why people won't go there is because you're not seen You're not heard. It's invisible. You don't need validation.
0: You don't you just do what you're guided to do When we have so those scenarios where I, I'm just going to do it because Because I'm going to do it and it feels right mm-hmm. when we say that to ourselves finally There are still some. There's some weird emotional hurdle that we have to get Mm -hmm. through, and uh, and I'll speak for myself. I'd say that I've had instances. Is actually the one question that probably comes to mind is, what will they say? Yes. What will people think? Uh And yet, your philosophy, or what you're telling me and teaching me, is that act upon it because it's the right thing to do for your spirit. Yes. And why people, uh, what is happening to you right now is you're
1: switching from the physical world into the spiritual world where you're guided by the inside. Before, you were guided by the outside. Nothing wrong with that. But now you're starting to develop inside. But why you can't act on it consistently and why you're still worried about everyone else is because you don't have that stamina yet. You haven't practiced. You haven't practiced. You've been doing this for how long? So it's like when you go into um, yourself. Uh, I don't. I, we didn't talk about this, but I ordained in Thailand as a Buddhist monk uh, in 2015, 2017. and I went there, and the first day that I got into my robes and we shaved our head, we ordained. They tell you, you're you're a newborn. This is day one. We're Whoa. teaching all your you all over again, and we'd never explore our inside. So the same way we develop physically, we have to develop spiritually and have a backbone where you can hear guidance and act on it without questioning it. I don't question, I don't question, I just act. Did you learn that from being ordained? Um, Being ordained, my own experience, and also from Carolyn Mace. Here's an exercise that um, will help you guys. It's so simple. Um, Again, make a list. Of things you know you should do but you don't that's it things I know I should do but I don't get a get a sheet of paper things I know I should do but I don't and list them my list right now would be like clean my car um, fill up my tank respond to my email uh, pick up my socks um, wash my whatever keep it going as small or big as possible and your task is to do one item and cross it off What that does is for you to empower yourself, to bring your power back here. The world, the universe does not care that you pick up your socks, that you wash your car. But what it cares about is when I guide you, can you act without questioning
0: me? So I'm seeing this list of things that I should do, but I don't Mm -hmm. like picking up my socks. Honey, I'm guilty of that if you're listening. Um, That's on my list. That's the physical world that you're talking about and then you're saying that if I just for this 30 items on my list Mm -hmm. I Act upon one one. Yes, what I'm doing is I'm training that inner spirit that Mm -hmm. you just discussed. Yeah, it's uh, Training you to listen to
1: your gut intuition Take out your head the reasons all that stuff Because when you learn how to pick up your socks when it says pick up your socks you pick up your socks You're done then these small things will lead up to big things because a lot of people want big missions but what happens and why you do not get them is because when they do come to you you're gonna have that you're gonna be the guy that's well what are people gonna think of me i will i have enough money will i have enough time are people gonna judge me shut up you're you're too weak sit back down you cannot handle a big mission and what it's Um, What we're trying to get at is we need people with a backbone with stamina who are hardcore where when you're guided It says go here you go don't question me and people can't live at that kind of speed people can't live
0: at this is where Coaches come in and um, you know therapy comes in. Yeah, Um, and this is
1: uh, Getting a real uh, backbone and self-esteem knowing yourself and not betraying yourself hmm. that's it don't sell yourself out and make that as a daily practice as of today i did not sell myself out yeah wow so simple but so
0: <clears throat> difficult um that's inc- that's incredible information <laughs> man so can, can you dive into um, your experience when training to become a monk or in Thailand? Mm-hmm. Can you, like, what, what was, yeah, I don't know. Just dive into that. What was the difference uh, between yeah. Nick before and Nick during that process?
1: Yeah. Well, the reason why I went to Thailand to become a monk was because of that. I was in madness. I was literally living in hell. In my own mind, I was in hell because I was so incongruent. I was split. Okay. Every part of me was like, oh, you're a real estate agent. And every part of me was like, ah, I hate this. Every part of me says, go pursue this. And every part of me says, no, don't do that. This part says, you know, stay in that relationship. And this one was like, no, that's toxic as heck. This one says, hey, stay in a nine to five job and be stable and make money. And then my spirit says, no, go help others. And I was so conflicted internally. I always had a inner sadness, inner emptiness that nothing can fulfill. You know, I achieved all my goals and my dreams with being a professional dancer, with um, having my own business, um, everything and everything, but still, add relationships, add anything external in the world, nothing fulfilled me. Something was missing, something was lacking. And I, then I decided, I'm not congruent. I'm not a whole person. I'm not okay with this. How come I don't know why I do the things I do? I'm old. And I can't answer those things. Hmm. I can't answer basic questions of what do I want to do? What is my purpose here? What do? And I never explored myself. And I'm like, how do I help anyone? I'm, I'm, help, I'm helping people, but yet, why couldn't I use my own philosophy to help myself? Then that's when I knew I was a fraud. And I was like, I, I need to clean myself up because if I want to be a teacher, if I want to guide people, I need to do my own work first. Otherwise, I will forever be a fraud. And when you are a fraud, the people listening, you guys understand this feeling. You're always going to feel like not enough. You're always going to feel like someone's going to call you out. You're always going to feel like someone um what we'll challenge you no come challenge me. I'm speaking from my truth and experience
0: that I live. So bring it. I find it so interesting that you see you have you have the right to speak on these yeah. things not only because you studied professionally yeah. but because you have an experience. Mm-hmm. I I believe and I'm learning really and because of my what I've learned in the last gosh two years, maybe year and a half is that we, we tend to gravitate to people who have done shit. Mm-hmm. And by done shit, I'm talking about like they have accomplished things, yeah. but they've also been through things. And um, when people gravitate to that, they understand that there's this humanity behind that. There's a mm-hmm. failure that, that took place prior to the success that they might be seeing in whatever endeavor it might be. Why would you be attracted to that? Because I... I'd say that I know that I go through my own struggle. Mm-hmm. And so if I can see that someone has struggled, then there's they're, they're authentic. They're, they're, yes. they're real. So
1: what is happening is every soul, why they are attracted to that um, is because you see a goodness inside that you have, that you want, that needs to be sparked and needs to come um, to fruition where you need to live your true nature. When you see someone who is doing that, you're like, it sparks that something in you of, wait, what is my nature? What is my, who am I? What do I like? What do I want? What am I guided here to do? I don't know. I never asked these kind of questions. Hmm. And that's why we're so drawn to uh, people like that, because it's like, that's your spirit. Recognizing there's something deeper inside of you that wants to come out.
0: Really? Really? I guess, and I kind of like, when you say that, I kind of know that. You know that. Yeah. But it's like you brought it to the surface all of a sudden. Yeah. That's what it is. That's the bare bones of it.
1: Yeah. Because again, we covered up, uh, how old are you? 36. Uh, 36. 36 years of learning information. So now you're at this point of, wait, now let me decipher of what is accurate, what is not accurate. You've been fed information. But now it's, you're at that phase, that evolution of let me integrate it to me. Let me shed. This is spring cleaning. Who To find out who you are is first start with who are you not. Oh,
0: damn. Yeah.
1: That's an easy one. You know who you're <clears> not. <throat> mm. You know? I love hip-hop, but I'm not in L.A. trying to pursue that. That's not me. Right. You know, we're good at, it, but that's not me. I can want to be. I can respect the art. I can, but that's where the self-awareness. That's where honor
0: your spirit and know how you're designed and built and live by that. Okay, I'm gonna shoot something at you. Um, I'm gonna use myself so many times in, mm-hmm. in my examples here. Uh, real estate is something that I pursued. I have. I, I'm licensed. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually jumped in the market. I've never hung my license anywhere. Um, but the reason why, no. Now that I'm hearing you talk, I'm almost kind of catching my own words. But the the reason I came up with pursuing real estate was because I loved people and I like to serve people. Yes. I like to, to talk to people mm-hmm. and that seemed to be a lucrative path for me yes. to, to pursue because it made the money and I can do what I love, which is talk to people and get to know what they want to accomplish. Right. That was what my truth was. But I never did it. Mm-hmm. People have asked, why don't you do it part-time, and this, that, and the other. And, I, and my reasons were, well, I need something stable. I have this long commute to work already in my day job. Do I really want to spend extra time, my weekends, etc., to, to pursue real estate and then not spend time with my family? Mm-hmm. And those are the things that I value, right. you know? Okay. So, I guess what I'm asking you is, I've, I never did it. I never mm-hmm. did real estate. And to this day, I say that I want to do it for the same reasons, probably but I've never actually taken the jump." What's that all about? Um, Many factors at play,
1: but um, I think what is sparking inside of you is that entrepreneur part of you, that um, caregiver part of you that wants to teach and help out. Um, Because I have that, and I put it into the realm of real estate not understanding you're in the wrong freaking lane you can like what you're doing but put it know your lane and stay in the correct lane because every part of me then when i opened up my uh, therapy business oh my god easy yeah but yet my entrepreneur part put it in real estate i'm not a real estate agent i was good but i didn't have enough energy to sustain it I didn't have enough energy to get out of bed because that was my body's way of telling me, bro, you're getting close, but wrong area. And when I teach, that's like me teaching chemistry. I cannot bring that to life. I'm not a chemistry teacher, but put me as a teacher of healing. Put me in a teacher of the spiritual world and mysticism. Yeah, this is my lane. Yeah, because that's how I'm um, designed and built but I think uh, you're on to something but it was
0: placed in the wrong lane right so the context is is incorrect but mm-hmm. this the, the core of it is yes. right hmm. yeah because
1: you have this um, wanting to help you have this I want to start my own business you have this creativity inside of you but again. Channel it in the correct place mm. Versus then you put it in the wrong place Let's say I'm a teacher um, I'm going to be now A chemistry teacher Then I'm going to do that job 9 to 5 And then I'm going to go in there and complain How come I'm not as good? Huh. How come I'm like my lessons plans Aren't that like amazing? Yeah because you're not a Freaking chemistry teacher You're not built that way Honor your spirit and honor how you're designed Wrong place wrong place damn but put me in this setting let me loose we have no freaking scripts we have no
0: nothing and yeah yeah you go to work that's dope man because that's exactly what i feel again this is that fulfillment Mm -hmm. that i touch on when i do this and man it just it it speaks to me you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's some kind of switch turns on that is brighter than any other switch i've ever tried so that's cool you spoke to me about how you got this opportunity in Malibu to yeah. be the therapist that you are now, and um, in, in the organization that you're in? But the way that it happened was that you had been invited, or at least tagged in a Facebook yeah. to to do to, <laughs> yeah. to do a talk, right? <laughs> yes. Can you tell me that story again, please?
1: Yeah. So um, they, the organization that I work for right now, they. We're putting on their first annual conference to be the leader for uh, um, addictions with adolescents and their families. Um, They were looking for speakers who, um, yeah, they were looking for speakers uh, who were dynamic and different. And then my friend just tagged me. I knew nothing about them. I'm like, I want to speak. I've been trying to get myself out there and I want the experience, you know, and then I went to speak and then they just hired me then and there. My topic was how a hip hop monk heals the soul. And I was nervous because I went into a freaking addiction treatment center, like number one in the freaking world in Malibu, California. And I'm going there with no addiction experience but I'm coming with my lens of how to heal addictions with the spirit. And I just spoke with me. I didn't judge myself and they just booked me. Uh, They asked me, do you know 12 steps? No, I don't. Do you know DBT? "Uh, No, I don't. "Um, Do you know um, this model? I'm like, no, I don't. Well, what do you know? Well, I know suffering and I know healing. (laughs) And I can go toe to toe with anyone so then that's how it came about but a lot of people think like oh my god he did his thing and he did great and now he's over there but what you don't see is what i've been doing for the past decade i'm the only one who does this where i've been hustling in the background quietly you don't even know this because i don't say it Um, but i've been speaking at every single college in san diego and la and what i did was i'm like i want to be a speaker So I reach out to every single psychology, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600 um, class every single semester. And I said, hey, do you guys need a guest speaker? Can I speak to your students? And uh, they're like, "Um, I charge nothing because I wanted that experience and I just went. I gave my heart and some days I bombed, some days I did well. But every single time I went in, I knew I wanted to learn something and I wanted to be of service. And I just kept giving and giving and giving and giving. And I didn't even know then it prepped me for when this opportunity show up. Oh, wow. How come he's good? Yeah, dude. It's 10 years, dog. <laughs> 10 years. Of doing shit for free. Yeah. Yeah. And I continue to do that
0: because <coughs> I, I, I love it. That's awesome. I love it. Um, I didn't know that I know That's crazy Yeah and you definitely have been kind of in the shadows doing this now. Yeah Wow Yeah Oh because also too when I went to Thailand
1: is You don't speak or you don't start teaching Until you live it Until hmm. you're congruent And hmm. I see now in our culture Nothing good, nothing bad I'm not hating on anyone But really is I think we go out there a little bit too soon We, again, wear that expensive suit, because you're not as good as who you think you are, Mm -hmm. then now you're um, trying to build an image of, you're not even that qualified, but uh, because of the image and whatever, and you pitch yourself as the expert, you've been doing this for six months, hush. Yeah, hush, why are you doing that? And when you do that, you're forever gonna have anxiety, because someone's gonna call you out, you don't know what you're talking about, you're going to be depressed because you didn't do as good. You're going to have uh, fears. You can't sleep. You can't. Yeah, because you're a fraud.
0: Let's keep it real. That's so crazy, it, you know, because I've only been so open about me wanting to speak or like give people an inspirational mm-hmm. sentence or whatever on Instagram. And that's for the sake of posting something to hopefully jumpstart your day. Yeah but my descriptions and comments and I know that, I mean it's kind of silly talking about it but when I type things out I I remain or try to remain cognizant of stating things like in my experience or based on conversations that I've yes. had or my intuition tells me that and that's where I come from mm-hmm. Um, and be, But before all of that, I, it was always just, I want to speak, I want to write a blog, I want to, sure. you know what I mean? I just want to tell people, tell people, tell people, but I never ever truly told myself, like, what do you really know? Mm-hmm. That's where you want to come from, right? And that's what yeah. you're saying.
1: And what I'm saying is um, document your journey accurately. You know, where, hey, I'm trying to do this. And from my experience, this is what I've learned. This is what I'm learning. This is like speak at your level. Yeah. You know, if you are a seven-year-old, speak a seven-year-old language. And if you don't have that experience, then speak from your experience truthfully. But don't pitch
0: yourself as this number one, this whatever, when you're not there yet. When, when someone does do that, mm-hmm. what begins... In your, uh, you've you've talked to so many people, and so your experience brings a lot of people's lives, kind of into your mind and your opinion, right? So, of all the interactions that you've had, both in therapy and any other social setting for that matter, when people actually start to speak their level, Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, two things: what begins to happen to them, and then what begins to happen to their circle
1: yeah uh, what begins to happen to them is their life starts to change Um, they start to speak um, more authentically Um, they're more mindful of their words then it translates to they're more mindful of their actions yeah they make better choices Mm.
0: And then the second question is, what happens to their circle? And I ask that, and here's the background behind that question. It's that when people speak their level, suddenly they might lose a friend or a family member might mm-hmm. share a different opinion, and then conflict begins. Um, at least that's what I've mm-hmm. experienced. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time, the people... I mean, I'm almost answering the question here, mm-hmm. but... Do you find that, is that true for so many others where the right people show up and the uh-huh. not so right people kind of end up yeah. leaving? Um
1: It comes back to uh, awareness level. When you rise to a higher awareness, you just don't click with someone who is on a different level. You just don't relate um, as much. And what happens and why there is conflict is because you're threatening the tribe. You're now... Uh, the whole purpose of the tribe is to keep everything the same, to keep us as a group to move together as a whole. Hmm. So when Eddie Mac does something different, they're like, "Who do you think you are? You're you're better than us now? Oh, what, what what's 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 going on? Yeah, why why are you why are you talking like that now? And it's like, no, I'm not." doing anything but just understand it threatens the uh, normalcy of your life and yes you will lose friends yeah and yes your life will change but this is the price that anyone who's trying to pursue their spirit has to understand are you strong enough um to trust yourself and to um again can you keep going at this rate like can you um live at this high frequency of change. With truth uh-huh change in truth huh but you have to decide that, you know, if you're like, well, I'm afraid what my mom's going to say. Then, mm-hmm. No, you know, you shouldn't pursue it. But just know, you know what? I can hear you. Um, every time I make a change, I swear everyone has advice for me. Cool. And I just nod. I say thank you for real. Like I listen. Yeah. But then I just throw it in the garbage because I'm, I am guided by my spirit and I pursue that. Um, at any consequence Um, people can leave me people can not like me people can talk behind my back but the difference is when I listen to my spirit when I listen to guidance and I didn't uh, sell myself out the difference now is I can sleep at night I respect me there's a peace that's Mm -hmm. I respect me wow there's a a 10 minute difficult conversation with someone because they don't agree with me I hear them but overall I can sleep at night. I respect myself. I don't sell me out. Sorry. And so someone's getting betrayed. Sh- okay, it's either
0: you or it's them. <laughs> and they can do whatever they want with that. Cuz they got to live with that. You yeah. got to live with you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you when you have let go of maybe certain individuals um it's always been respectful, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not like like i always feel that if someone has left my life and i I mean i'm not saying that that happens a lot but if it if it did and if it has i've i've learned that letting it go means that like i've learned enough from that particular individual Mm -hmm. um and i actually internalize my uh, my thought is i hope that you took something from me too Mm -hmm. and that now is our Kind of chance to kind of part ways and yeah, it's that time. Yeah, you can look
1: at it like that or another way of looking at it is just for me is now I see myself as a revolving door. I'm providing unconditional loving support. I'm me true to my core right now. And if my door is open, if you want to come in, you want to hang out, cool. Yeah. And if you don't, you will leave on your own because I'm either too boring. Um, You can't relate to me because you want to relate on a gossip level and talking trash about other people and how bad your life was and who hurt you. I can't connect with you. So automatically, we don't have that vibe and you leave on your own. But I'm a rolling door. You want to. I'm here. My heart is here. Whatever you need. Come in, come out, take what you need. and Yeah. Right. And, cool. and what That's I dumb. find with that when I show up authentically is I just pay attention to people's reactions. I speak truthfully 100%. And then when people are like, dude, hey, I'm not interested in that guy. They don't ask me follow-up questions. Hmm. Then they leave. They don't respond to emails. I don't take it personal. I'm like, Oh thank you. You just saved us like six months of heartache. <laughs> it's easier. Yeah. 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 But they leave on their own
0: because our frequency just does psychically, uh, psychically does not match. Right. And and then you're, and you're totally at peace with that. Yeah. Some people don't have that though. Um, awareness, I guess, then. Right. And that's what it boils down to uh-huh. is that you are listening to yourself, what's right to you. Right. And so if that means an individual doesn't necessarily connect on yeah. your level or and, and vice versa, you are not able to connect with them. You're yeah. OK with that. Yes. Yeah. And here's another tip is stop looking at them Hmm. all
1: of our time is what is wrong with him what is wrong with her how come they're so no look at yourself why are you so shady why are you all the things you're pointing your fingers at them when you ask me how what what should i do this is it let's talk about how you hurt other people let's talk about and when i was in thailand i had to explore of why am i jealous Why do I think I'm special? Um, Why? Who did I hurt? How am I vindictive? Why am I? uh, How does my rage shows up? Why do I need to be seen? Why am I um, all? How shady can I get? I'm not looking at anyone else, Mm. but the next step is really go inside of yourself and gut yourself out and truly know how you speak to yourself. Truly know your agendas. Truly know how you operate. Because otherwise, you're going to think you're an amazing person. Everyone else is here to harm you. But yet, this whole time, there's so many people on this earth wounded by you. And you don't want to look at that. So, go inside yourself. And if you want to grow, stop looking at everyone else.
0: Look within. Yeah. Look within. And do your work. You know, I found a lot of imbalance in my life at one point in time um, that it's, it's always been there. But I think when I became aware of that imbalance and I'm talking about like just dissatisfaction, being unhappy, um, I, I didn't vocalize that enough. Again, I, I it goes back to I'm a pretty positive going, mm-hmm. uh, easygoing guy about most things. And I think I can handle my own. Right. Um then I told myself the truth one time, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what it took for me to then pursue uh, guided meditation. Awesome. You do that. Yeah. You do that. Um, so what benefits of meditation should people know about? Um, well, meditation for me
1: is probably the most important thing ever because what it does is when we go through the day, um, we collect emotions. We collect experiences. We collect Uh, dirt and debris from the day and the same way we automatically shower the physical body meditation is showering of the mind we never clean it and people wonder why when you're looking at life your lens is a mess why you're an angry person yeah because you've never cleaned your mind you never cleaned your lens you do that with the body But where do you do that with the mind? That's your lens. And meditation is key because it um, makes all the emotions, all the uh, dirt settle down. And then you can see clearly. Your intentions are more clear. Everyone will say, I don't have time to meditate. But for me, it's, yeah, you don't have time to meditate because you're sloppy and you're busy making time, cleaning up mistakes you made before. Because you're an angry person and you hurt someone else, because you made wrong choices, because you weren't clear, you made and you're cleaning up a lot of your life versus taking like five minutes, 10 minutes, settle your mind and speak more mindfully. Be more clean and pure with your intentions. When you want to go into a new business venture, it's like, do you even really? Or is that your mom speaking? Huh. What, what, who is talking? Are you feeling pressure because you need to make money to be relevant? Is that you're joining this dance team because it's a status thing? Like people don't even know why they do the things that they do. And meditation is, gets you quiet and still and uh, gives you an opportunity to um, clear your intentions. Why do I even do that? Why do I even want to do that? Who
0: am I? That's dope because, you know, I feel like there was so many things happening externally, like, or or in the real physical world, my my Mm day-to-day, there was a lot happening. Um, I was constantly, it's crazy, Nick, I was telling myself so many times and even to clients that I would interact with at work that you know I, I make this commute it's super frustrating there's so many things that go on in my mind um, by the time I come home my kids are fed they've done their homework they've taken a shower and they're literally brushing their teeth when I walk into the front door mm-hmm. and I'm eating dinner by myself I've said that story yes. over and over and over and then I, I mean it took years yes. for me to finally like snap out of that and be like why the hell am I still saying this after so long yeah and I I found that in order for me to kind of, and I, and I would bring that baggage to work as much as I would mm-hmm. like, I would come in with a, with a smile on my face every day, you know, and I work with the public. So, um, I come with, uh, with a smile on my face to my team, to my customers. Um, and I would come home thinking that I have a smile on my face for my yeah. family too. Um, but really like deep down inside, man, those demons and the, that yes. dirt. Starts to show on the surface. Yeah. And that's when I was just like, dude, you got to stop this, man. What can you, you know, like, what do you need to do to change? And that's when I was like, maybe I need to just find some balance. And so I went into, you know, I started YouTube big and, um, looking around the internet for guided meditation. I was like, I heard meditation helps people Mm -hmm. like clear shit out. Like, let's, let me do that. So I did it and dude, three minutes. You said five to 10, like three minutes in the first two days that I did it in a row. I felt a difference. Yeah. And people told me that they saw the difference. That's wild to me. Oh, um, yeah. So, and you've been doing it. This is a daily practice for Oh, me. yes. Without every a doubt. Day. It is part of your... It's, it's the outfit you put on every morning or yeah. Yeah. 30 minutes a day. Yeah. 30 minutes a day. You see, that's... Um, In Thailand, like five hours a day. <laughs> see, like, I, that's unheard of for me. Right. So, I'm, uh, right now, I'm proud of the fact that I can sit through a guided 10-minute mm-hmm. meditation. You can do it on your own. Like, how... What's that transition life going from someone guiding you to do it to then like doing it on your own i find my thoughts are everywhere when i try it by myself
1: yeah this one is hard for me to answer because i don't really think i, I don't know i just okay I just don't think. <laughs> well i it that i do <laughs> yeah you <know>? i just <laughs> like, i really just shut down um yeah i just don't think as much and again it's just been a daily practice for like years okay maybe eight years now okay yeah, maybe eight years now. But again, just practice.
0: Just practice.
1: Yeah, but I want to go back to what you talked about with your experience of um, with that work thing. Okay. Look at how that played out of what we were talking about. As You were doing this commute, you heard truth. And the truth says, Eddie, cut it out. This is not the life that you're wanting. This is not how you're built in your design. Again, you got to pay the rent, but it's not honoring you. So then... What happens instead of hearing that truth and acting on it, again, it can happen like that, then you needed more time. It took you a couple years, months to stay in that job. And when you don't act on the truth, you will always revert back to two things, lies and blaming someone else. So you will be like, oh, you know what? No, this is not that. Bad. You know, at least the commute—it's not too bad. I go against traffic, uh, but you know what? I get money, and at least I get vacation time, and more. My kids are healthy. You make you make stuff up, Bro, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then secondly, then you blame someone of why your life is a mess. Of you know, my boss is this or you know it's my schedule and then it's my keep it going and uh-huh. then my wife did this and my girlfriend did this and blah and my mom it's because of my mom yeah because we're asian and she makes us work blah you're gonna always blame and lie because your spirit can't handle you betraying it so then that's what they instead mean. of having courage to act on it people are buying time and forever, you will lie and blame someone because you
0: can't you can't handle that. That's so cool for me to like look back on that, and that's exactly oh, what yeah. it was, right? In, in in those moments, like, how do we become aware that that's what's happening? Uh, is, it, is that really even does that even matter no, to be it aware? Is. Okay, yes,
1: hundred percent. Okay. Because what can happen that would have saved you so much um, energy, uh, save your health, is if you were to own it um, completely of man my work schedule sucks it does not honor me but i need to pay my bills Mm -hmm. and i do not love it but i need to do it cool say it like that Mm. then you don't have to add a story to anything you don't have to lie to cover it up you don't have to um, blame someone but it's just you know what i am in this marriage i am not happy but He, she pays my finances and I don't want to get a job. I don't love him or her. Have a backbone. Speak truthfully. Then you won't um, impact your health as much and you can actually respect yourself more. Damn, man. Yeah. I have people, (laughs) clients who come. They're like, you know what? I sleep around. I will sleep with a millionaire because I don't want to work. I want a sugar daddy and cool. And they're cool with it. And they honor it, and then, cool, own it. Versus, it's so dangerous when people come in and they're like, you know what, my marriage is amazing. My life is great. Yeah, why are you depressed? What's the problem? (laughs) Yeah, you're lying. You're lying. And it shows in your body, it shows in your spirit, and your health is going to pay a price. Dang.
0: Nick, that's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm in front of you. I can't imagine like someone listening to this on their commute to work right now. right. Like, damn. We took me to another world, bro. Um, so, I get, th- there's so many recurring themes in in, in the way that you've art- articulated and explained the process of of self awareness. Um, so you. You've uh, you started a YouTube channel and uh, and I've seen your guided meditations. They're about 15 minutes long. Um, That's just kind of like one thing that you that Mm -hmm. you're up to. What are some things that are kind of lined up for you and currently? Yeah, yeah, and Um, so right now I'm
1: working on developing a journal line. Uh, I like writing. I I have my clients write a lot. I have my kids write a lot. But I'm trying to guide people into themselves, into their spirit, into their internal world. And people will always try to go find themselves. But I'm like, who's guiding you? Who's taking you? What questions are you asking? Do you even know how to reflect? Do you even know the language of the soul? What are you asking? Interesting. And for me, I'm developing like a... uh, a prompting journal that teaches people how to go inside themselves. And I do this with my kids, with my adults, with my families, but uh, writing assignments where you got to reflect. Hmm. Go into quiet solitude and reflect. Um, I'm also working on uh, a couple books that I'm trying to write just about the spirit therapy, my journey going as a monk. Um, I'm doing guided meditation videos, I'm, uh, traveling to teach meditation um yeah my youtube my all that stuff i have my private practice if anyone wants to see me i can travel throughout california and also i can speak anywhere around the world so just contact me
0: rad how did they do that contact um my email
1: and my youtube if you can link it below yeah but uh yeah uh email is just therapy with nick at gmail.com solid yeah, but if anyone, uh, if anyone has like a group or organization that they want me to speak at regarding how to take care of yourself, how to honor your spirit and how to translate, bring the spirit, bring the soul into your organization. You need that. You can make all of them. I work with people oh <coughs> my God, who are millionaires and billionaires and they have everything. But it's like, so what? So what? at the end of the day you're gonna die you can't take anything what is the purpose of your life and have a balance bring that there like we know how to take care of the physical body Um, yeah physical the mind and the body but what about your spirit what about your soul yeah like you can look beautiful on the outside but inside you're dead as a person you're not even alive yeah all these Instagrammers I see you you know I live in Malibu everyone is Freaking beautiful, beautiful, but so empty. Uh, I have people coming who live in humongous mansions and have trust and I'm like, well, you can't even sleep at night. Damn. Damn. That sucks. It sucks to be you, at the that thing sucks. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's like be careful of what we're
0: pursuing because everything comes at a cost. Nick, thank you so much, man. Yeah, that's need time. incredible, man. We did we, we, we went scuba diving into the <laughs> mine, bro. That I was cool. Um, so therapy with Nick on Facebook. Yes. Therapywithnick at gmail.com. Those are your vantage points. And then on YouTube it's Yeah, just my name. Just your nick. Yeah. Nick Keomahabong. Okay dope man well I appreciate you giving me a chance to kind of pick your brain a little bit but that was incredible information bro I appreciate it so much
1: and uh, anyone if they have questions they're more than welcome to ask call email like I'm I'm so open to any of this stuff and however I can be of service to you guys anyone listening um,
0: watching let me know thanks man yeah that's powerful stuff (laughs) (laughs) you rock brother (laughs) (laughs) hey what we did it Oh, man. Oh, man. What an episode that was, especially for me, man. Holy cow. I can't believe I let all that out. (laughs) Uh, I got to say that this is one of those episodes that I'll refer back to a few times in the future. Nick gave sound, educated advice and called out the BS inside of us, inside of me. And it just made me realize there's so much more truth that I could be telling myself and it would bring me so much more peace, so I hope that you guys gained something from that for sure. If you want to learn more about how to hone in on those lessons that Nick shared with us, please check out Nick's online course, The Beginner's Guide to Finding Yourself and Living Truthfully. It's a step-by-step course that lays out practical steps For those who are seeking for some kind of healing in their life, the link can be found in the description on the podcast. Again, you can find Nick um, through online media such as Facebook, Therapy with Nick, or therapywithnick at gmail.com. And I left that contact information for you in the links below as well. So make sure you look at the description. And he so willfully encouraged you guys to reach out to him. So if you got questions, you got comments, sounds like he's opening his door to you guys. And of course, you can find me on Instagram at underscore Eddie Mack. I love interacting with my listeners and would love and appreciate hearing from you. So we can talk about anything from lending my experiences with you to questions about episodes on setting stages. Again, you can find me at underscore Eddie Mac on Instagram. That's at underscore Eddie mac alright you All right, y'all. That's it for this dude. Have a phenomenal day. Make it productive. Stay inspired and keep pushing. Let's go.